Hey everybody, welcome to the next latest and greatest episode of the Film Box Podcast. I am your host for the evening, or morning, or whenever you listen to this stuff, Aaron Souza, and I'm joined by uh, Connor Jameson. How are you guys doing? <sighs> so Connor, I got a story for you to start off this episode, hey, and you're going to appreciate it so much. I, Alright, so... Heavy baby. I went to, to Five Guys the other day. Oh, boy. Great yeah. start. I went to Five Guys. Five whole guys. late at night. Yep. Five, <laughs> five whole men. Um, <laughs> so I went to Five Guys, uh, and it was, like, late at night. It was, like, 7.30. You know, it wasn't, like, super early. Mm-hmm. Um, and we were getting dinner, and we, like, just beat the rush. So we were we were in there. We were sitting down waiting for our order. And then people started to really file in. It was getting real busy. And I noticed there was this family of four sitting at the register ordering. Mm-hmm. And they were there for like a while. Like they were there for solid five, six, seven minutes just ordering. And I was like, what is going on? And as soon as they finished, the girl at the, the register goes, hey, we're going to need 17 patties on the grill right now. Good and Lord. I was, like, I was like, what? No, there's no way I heard that right. Like a little bit of time passes, uh, the one of the cooks calls the mother of this family of four up to the counter to go over the order, and I overheard her say like, "Yeah, my my junior cheeseburger has uh, five extra patties on it, and this one should have three extra." And I was like, "A what?" Oh, Connor. No. See, at when first, people... <laughs> at first I was like, "Okay, like five guys, you normally get like two patties on a right, whatever." And then I was like, okay, maybe maybe they're just, you know, picking up some for people who couldn't go. No, Connor. These people got their food. They didn't have – three of the four of them didn't even do buns. No, None of them had any lettuce, no, no roughage, no, like, nothing like that. It was – they literally just had stacks of patties that just they were meat. fork and knifing into. It was the most disgusting thing I've ever seen. I was like, what am I watching right now? Respect to Five Guys. I, I think they have some of the best fast food oh, burgers God, out there. So I would not eat them with a fork and knife. I wouldn't eat a normal cheeseburger with a fork and knife, let alone five patties on top of each other. Like it was, it was gross. I was like, this is disgusting. And it was this whole like normal looking family just chowing down on a bunch of burgers right next to us too. Their table was literally right next to us. I was like, it's a power I kept move. looking over like that is this, just how, how are you doing that? You know, I respect it actually. Now that the more I think about it, I respect it. That is how you establish yourself. Just establish oh. your dominance and just show everyone like, Hey, we mean business here. <laughs> yeah. No, it, it, they were like very nice. They're like, Oh, don't worry about it. Cause they kept kind of like not really getting it wrong, but like 17 patties worth of food. Like it was a little, it backed things up a little bit. And they're like, oh, no problem. And then they got the food like, bah, 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 bah. like, oh, God, Jesus Christ. So anyways, I needed to start that off with that because I I figured you'd find that hilarious. You know, I'm, I'm glad you brought it up. <laughs> you know, so bad. I, I've been I was feeling good today. That was just like a little cherry on top. Yeah, very much so. You know, you want to know why I'm in a pretty good mood today as well? Why are you in a good mood? I found out, not like just me, it's 
it wasn't whispered into my ear, but <laughs> I made it known. I'm a pretty hey, big. Hey Connor, did you hear? I'm, hey, psst. What doofus? Um. Oh. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> so I made it known. Uh, resident horror movie fan here. Mm-hmm. And I saw today that we might finally be getting another Friday the Thirteenth movie. Ah, yes. For those of you who don't know, real quick, there's been a nice little legal battle going on between the original director and the original uh, writer about who has the rights. And we might finally be getting to a resolution. Yeah, the outcome of that legal battle was very, very complicated. Uh, basically, they said that the original writer, I believe it was Victor Miller. Victor Miller, yeah. So he yes. he um, has the rights to... Everything that happened in the original. Yes. So. Um, and just U.S. rights. Not just U.S. Not, yeah, not he can't. international Can't rights. release it internationally. But. However, Sean S. Cunningham, the original director, has the rights to the Jason character. Yeah. So basically what this means is uh, Victor Miller, he can make a movie, a TV show based on anything in the original. So like the Pamela yep. Voorhees, Young Jason cam crystal lake all that stuff he can make a tv show movie whatever about that um and i think that's what's being teased like they might try to make a series kind of like they made the base motel series Mm -hmm. um kind of digging into the backstory there yeah either way i'm excited there's uh a producer roy lee he did the um uh, he's done a lot of good movies like It, Poltergeist, Blair Witch. Yeah. All, all recent ones, actually, I should mention. Not not the originals, but um, I think he he's the one who kind of broke the news. Like, yeah, you, by the year's end, you might be seeing something. Yeah, that's actually really exciting. Um, I, as, a, as a horror fan non-connoisseur, uh, but someone who's been getting into It, a little bit more it's been uh i've been curious to see like how our uh how it's gonna go mm-hmm. uh so along with our uh, our good uh good friends at friday the 13th uh disney's been doing some stuff they've been and powerhouse in the streaming market yeah yep but unfortunately with the powerhouse comes the ability to change things yeah. So and so Disney just recently announced a few things. First, they they passed Netflix as one of the top streaming service uh, uh, services in total subscriptions. Which yeah. Is so this is including Netflix. Disney Plus, which had 152 million subscribers, ESPN Plus, which had 22.8 million, and then Hulu with live TV had 46.2 million. So, so not necessarily like Disney Plus. Yeah, it wasn't Disney, Disney Plus NBA. passing them, but Disney as a conglomerate yeah. has passed. Them. Which is kind of cheating, but whatever. It's the Disney brand at this point now. Yeah. Um, but I will say Disney Plus has announced a new... Oh, God. A new price model with ads that they're in, releasing in December... So mm-hmm. buckle up, folks, because your seven ninety nine subscription for normal Disney Plus is now going to be your ads price. So yeah, you don't get to enjoy, enjoy what you have been enjoying. 
Um, yeah, so uh, Netflix is also doing the same thing. By the end of this year, they're going to be adding a um, no ads and ads version for cheap, which it, it's supposed to help them kind of keep growing. Yeah. But like at the same time, it's kind of, it does suck, you know? What you're paying now for the service you have is just going to get downgraded. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's like, you know, it's basically becoming closer and closer to cable. Yeah. And I'm not a fan of that because, like, you know, what What, what are we going to do, you know, when when these companies decide, oh, hey, we can charge you $20 and then exclusively hold all your favorite TV shows, movies, all that kind of stuff. It's ugh, God. I'm I'm not even. I don't even want to think about that. So to be honest. So being the nerd that I am, you know, I I crunch some numbers. Oh, okay. The number cruncher over here. Yep. So Netflix, right? Or so Netflix without, uh, or with the ad, sorry, is going to be I believe nine ninety nine. Yep. With no ads, it's nineteen ninety nine. Okay. But I think that's with like the uh, the premium one where you get like all the users and whatnot. Yeah, that's so that's a lot. that's the only number I saw. But Disney, uh, Disney Plus alone is going to be seven ninety nine with ads and ten ninety nine without ads. Mm-hmm. Paramount Plus, oh god, is four ninety nine right now with ads. Or yeah. will and then nine ninety nine. Without ads, but then you also yep. have the Showtime bonus. Basically, just add five, five bucks on top. Yep. Uh, then you have HBO Max, which yep, not gonna be around for that much longer. But <laughs> yeah, you know, with ads is nine ninety nine. Without it, it's fifteen bucks. And then uh, Hulu is like twelve ninety nine now. It's gonna be fourteen ninety nine without ads. Yep. So if you wanted. And these are just, what's this? What did I just, six, five, five different services, not yep. including Amazon Prime, Apple TV, um, like the Sling, the FUBU, all that kind of stuff, uh, Peacock, mm-hmm. all these new things coming out, like AMC Plus, whatever. That alone, if you want to be the barest tier, it's going to cost you about 45 bucks a month. Jesus. If you want to, you know, enjoy or yeah, 45 bucks. And if you want to enjoy like the non ad version, you're up to 70 a month. Again, just for those it's five. Literally like it's literally like just having a cable subscription. Yeah. So expanded basic service for cable. This is kind of like just the average mm-hmm. 71 bucks a month. Yeah. So literally you're just paying you'd be paying as much as it is for for cable yeah and i know with cable like you can get internet with them and that jacks the price up but they also charge you for having like the dvr box literally they charge you just to rent it which is Mm -hmm. i will always say is a horrible business model for a consumer absolutely absolutely um like i just we just got our cable bill and it was like 300 bucks a month for Mm. internet the boxes, the service, and then like Netflix. I think we got through it. That is just outrageous. 
It's really bad. Eventually, you just have to decide whether or not it's worth it to just... Do I really care about watching, like, daytime TV news or what? Or do I just want to watch, like, shows, movies? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Because you, it's getting to a point where you really... It, it's going to be a struggle to do both. Oh, yeah, 100%. And it's like these streaming services were supposed to be, like, the alternative to cable. And that's not even on top of, like, if you wanted to completely cut out cable... None of these services do live TV, so you're going to have to do... Unless you do Hulu live TV, but that's yeah. 70 bucks a month on its own. Yeah, and you know? even same with YouTube TV. Like, it, you're yeah. still going to be paying the price just to... I don't even know, watch your news service or yeah. sporting games. Yep. I don't know why I said it like that, sporting games. News service or sporting... The, the nice sporting events. Yes. Last <laughs> Um, oh, boy. But yeah, no, it's just, I get that, it's a mess. you know, that it's not even like getting the ad supported version is going to save you any money. Like you're, yeah. you're just paying for a worse product. Yep. Pretty much that they're, they're forcing pretty you to take on. It's not like, oh, well it's nine ninety nine for Netflix now, or it's, I don't know, 15 bucks now for Netflix We'll give you a twelve dollar option with that. Instead of saying, Oh, it's fifteen now, well it's gonna be twenty five if you want the exact same thing. Yeah, that's yeah, it's ridiculous. It's frustrating. It's ridiculous, very frustrating. Um you know what else is frustrating? Uh the flash. One yeah, one <laughs> Ezra Miller. Uh yikes. He's in the news again, ladies and gentlemen. He's uh so if you you're not familiar, uh the Flash, DC's the Flash movie is coming out. Lead actor Ezra Miller is kind of a, a, a not good person. Yeah, if, if they're you look at uh, it. <laughs> they're a troublemaker, to put it yeah. lightly. Um, yeah, we're not. And, we uh, don't need to get into the details of all the crimes that they're doing because it is it's messy. But it's very messy. But basically, it's gotten to the point where people have been calling for the film to get canceled. And I put I put this on as a segment because. Warner Brothers Discovery is currently considering three options for the Flash movie with Ezra Miller. Something you just, one, just never want to have to get to. Exactly. So option one is for Ezra Miller to give an interview explaining all their erratic behavior, what's been going on, um, and then doing limited press. And I just want to point out, giving an interview to explain erratic behavior would not really... it doesn't really coincide with what exactly has been happening but hey, that's neither here hey or guys sorry um <laughs> yeah i know i was grooming kids but man uh, i'm such a silly guy you know man, I'm, I'm sorry hand up that's my fault i i, I won't do that again <laughs> um, what, is, what are they expecting and then option number two is that ezra miller plays no part in the film's promotion or option three is they completely scrap the film and 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 hey guys hey guys Three's your only option. See, like, the, it, the problem <laughs> is, though, like, they want to focus on these big event movies. This thing is, like, what, 200, 30, 200 million in the hole. I think that's the last number I saw. It's probably more just yeah. with how expensive it is. Like, we, we were talking last week about, I think it was last week, about, like, the Batgirl getting cut, Scoob getting cut, and they just had, like, I think it was, like, 135 mil combined. They they still got some saving out of that. There is no I, saving grace here. You cut 
if you're cutting this movie, you're just saying, hey, guys, we fucked up. But, uh, we'll eat that 200 mil. On the other side, though, like, if you continue to release it in any form, it would be the equivalent of, like, the guys at House of Cards telling Kevin Spacey, like, hey, dude, if you just say sorry, we'll go, we'll continue. Well, see, what, but otherwise, I think what's going to happen either they have to cut ties with them. Like, he could, oh, 100%. He could do whatever marketing run, whatever, like, PR thing to, to I don't even know if it's saving face at this point, but. There's there's absolutely no way that they can move forward with him at at all. Like yeah, no matter how good this Flash movie is, he can't be the Flash again. He can't. I know he's in the the, the Fantastic Beast movies. He can't do that again. Yeah, the only thing that I can see happening otherwise is like them just dumping a bunch of money to do reshoots and get a new actor in there in place. But it, it's just, to me, if you, if you do anything where this movie releases with this man as the headliner, it is not a good look. Yeah, it, it's not a good look. But I, it, I feel like option two, they're just going to, don't just don't let him speak. Don't, <laughs> just release the movie, take whatever backlash, and then just cut all ties. That's what I think make is going to happen. Money. Yeah. We got to make our money. It's like, hey guys, I'm sorry that he's a... Yeah, they're a shitty person, but we got we racked up a pretty big bill on this, and we need uh yeah we need your help. Well, well, if since Warner Bros are in the 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 business of eating big bills, they might as well just eat this one. And, yeah, uh, this could not have come at a worse time. Yeah, this is literally at a time where they're like, "Hey guys, we're canceling a bunch of stuff to save to try and write it off." And then this com- this happens and like we're not we're not we doing do that. that. It's like oh, <laughs> you guys see all these wholesome posts from the director, the actresses. Like I think I even saw too. Um, the the woman who was uh, putting together the score was just like, "You guys paid me to do it, so I'm just gonna finish it." Mm-hmm. I think that's happened. That happened with Scoop too, or something like that. I might be yeah, wrong something on that. Like that. They're just like, "What well, we paid for a band, so we are going to get our money's worth." Yep, bad stuff. But we'll see how it continues to go, because yeah. it's not good. Right. Um, With some good news, though. Yes, Jordan Peele is cementing himself as a superstar uh, director in the industry. Yeah, he hit the hat trick. Um, he, uh, yeah, Nope has f- hit a hundred million dollars at the box office domestically, joining Get Out and Us as his other two movies that have cleared that hundred million box office uh threshold not even a threshold just it's like that nice number to look at 100 mm-hmm. mil mm-hmm. um because you know what i've i found out this is pretty funny too get out and us both made 175 million domestically during their runs and 255 million worldwide wow yeah it's just a model of consistency yeah right i mean Basically, if you let Jordan Peele make a movie, it's going to You're, well you're guaranteed to get at least 100 mil. Yep. Uh, <sighs> I can't wait to see No. I still haven't seen it. I'm so sorry, Mr. Peele. I will see it eventually. <laughs> I will see it once it's not in theaters anymore. Uh, I like his movies I like seeing alone. I don't, I don't want to yeah, be around fair. people. That's fair. Um, you want to pay the tab? 
No, I think you should pay the tab. All right. So I got some stuff to talk about in terms of uh, what's going on in big brand food. And big food. Because that's, that's, there. there's some stuff happening. Stuff always happens um, there, baby. I have a question for you, Connor. Do you know who Oliver Tree is? Of course not. Okay. Well, <laughs> oh, boy, like, you're going to shit your pants. I All right, don't like so, that, Cy. Uh, Oliver Tree is some sort of celebrity in the current space. I don't really know much about him. Neither do I. Um, Clearly. Other than he's got a, a very interesting hairstyle. Um and Planters Peanuts is teaming up with Oliver Tree to give fans a sweet and spicy mullet makeover. <laughs> Are you serious? Oh, uh, it's this gonna... guy? Yeah. Yeah. Huh. It's yeah. Yeah, I'm just going to I'm just going to drop something in the chat here that uh that I want you to look at. Um, Do I want to see it? Well, you're gonna. So Oh, uh, this geez. is from the, the official press release. Uh, it says America is already enjoying a spicier summer, and I initially thought that was a typo, but they actually meant sweet and spicy. Spicier, yep. Planner's sweet and spicy dry roasted peanuts, uh, but spicy doesn't have to end with snack time. In fact, it's just the beginning. Now the makers of Planter's brand are taking on the boldest hairstyle out there: the mullet. Best known as sweet in the front, spicy in the back. Hey guys, that's no, not, it's not. <laughs> that's not the saying. I want to bang no, my desk. Not. I'm not going to. It's business in the front, party in the back. I'm clipping the mic. I don't care. I need this to be known. Business, not sweet. Party. Oh my god, not spicy. <laughs> and helping it make an epic comeback in partnership with Oliver Tree. <laughs> It should have been Billy Ray uh, Cyrus. That's where yeah. I learned what a mullet is. The makers of Planters Brand are offering Dirt. fans the chance to rock Tree's epic do with a limited edition Planters Brand X Oliver Tree sweet and spicy mullet designed by Oliver Tree himself. He doesn't even have a mullet. Here's a, here's a quote from he Oliver. He has a bowl cut. <laughs> it's also a mullet, I guess. Um, the moment I tried this new sweet and spicy flavor, something came over me and I immediately knew I had to spice up my own life, said, said Tree. The first thing I did was hit the hair salon and had them add horns to my bowl cut mullet. A little extra spice on top just never, uh, never hurt. Why? <laughs> what is wrong with this? Like what? I hate brands. <laughs> I think that's just my conclusion here. I just hate brands. Oh my god! Oh wait, I I do know his song "Life Goes On." Oh, yeah, that's disappointing. So so here's a quote from Robbie Coons, Planters brand manager. He goes, uh, "Just like with our sweet and spicy peanuts, we want to do something delicious and daring with Oliver Tree to take this summer to the next level. We're thrilled to bring Oliver's bold, sweet and spicy mullet to the masses and help peanut lovers channel some of his delightful, spicy energy." Okay. Dude, if you could describe anything as sweet and spicy and it's not food related, there's some problems. You want to eat the mullet? Apparently. I guess, oh, I guess that's just the way mullets taste. If if you're out in public and you see someone with a mullet and you nibble on their hair, depending on where you nibble, it will either be sweet or spicy. That's all I'm taking away from this. This is... Just the latest in 
an absolutely wild, wild twist of 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 brands making crazy deals with with celebrities. My blood pressure's up now. <sighs> I don't know why that that just frustrated me. Oh my god! All right, so I got another one for you. Oh, there's I actually more. got two more. Jeez. two more to talk about. All right, let's go. Um, so Lay's is releasing some new snacks. Mm-hmm. Um, they're calling this 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 uh this press release says Lay's mashes up the snack aisle with newest batch of flavor swap releases. Ready for flavor deja vu? Last summer, the Lay's brand introduced new potato chips inspired by other fan favorite Frito Lay favors that had fan a- fans asking themselves, "Wait, is this Doritos or Lay's?" Right, bef- now Lay's before is you go adding. Uh oh! If you listen to fans about flavors of things, it's gonna be the most disgusting thing ever. I mean, you saw you've seen it with Mountain Dew. They re- literally released a fan flavor, and it's not no no good, no good. It's like the uh, the the spicy one mm-hmm. that's out right now. Ugh. Like, because um, people are just gonna be like, "Well, what if I want to make this taste like chalk dust mixed mm-hmm. with bubble gum in yep. a chip?" Um, so they're say say now Lay's is adding another twist to summer snacking with the return of its iconic Lay's flavor swap lineup. Including beloved Doritos, Funyuns, and Cheetos matchups, along with the brand new Lay's kettle cooked Fritos chili and cheese, okay. uh, Fritos chili cheese flavor. So these are not. <laughs> oh boy, these are not like like they're releasing Fritos. Like these are Lay's chips that they have made flavored into other chips. Are you serious? I I'm not kidding. I'll send you another picture so you can look at the bags here. But I just want to point out the uh, the Funyuns one uh, on the bag. It says Lay's oh, wavy I... Funyuns onions flavored Funyuns onion flavored. I did see that. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, what, what a disaster! That's that they wanted yeah. it to be like that, though. I'm not gonna. Um, Stacy Taffet of senior senior vice president of brand marketing for Frito Lay North America says, uh, "What makes the Lay's flavor swap lineup so much fun is the combination of flavors our fans know and love to create a new but familiar snacking experience. This year's newest addition combines our kettle cooked variety and the popular Fritos chili cheese flavor to make a powerful addition to an already stacked lineup." Yeah. We're excited to re-release these iconic swaps after last year's success and to continue delivering the flavor experience our fans are looking and asking for. What's crazy to this is, like, if you want Doritos... I'm just going to get Doritos. You can buy Doritos. I'm just going to get Doritos. Like, like you don't have to get, like, who in their right mind would show up to a party and say, hey, guys, I brought Doritos, and then whip out some Lay's, and everyone's going to look at them like they're absolutely the dumbest man alive. Like, you can just buy Doritos. Why would you buy chips that imitate the flavor of Doritos? You know they're not going to taste the same. Like, they f- no. physically can't. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, I, 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 I... Do any of these appeal to you? Also, they said they released this last year. Did you hear about no, it? No, I, I did not. I had no idea this was a thing. No, I did not. Oh, I'm glad no. I didn't, and now I'm upset that I have heard about it. Like, none of these... I'll be honest. I don't like Funyuns. Not touching those. Fritos, mm-hmm. the only good one is the chili cheese, and I would rather just get the chili cheese Fritos. Exactly. 
Not a big Doritos fan. Not the Cool Ranch, at least. Yep. Nacho cheese is way better. Yeah, I like I like the um. This is one of the specialty ones. I can't remember it off the top of my head, but and Cheetos, like part of part of the fun in eating Cheetos is the shape. Yeah, right. And it's that that puffed flavor, yeah. that puffed texture, rather. Yeah. God, this is uh, this is weird. I don't like it. I don't. It's. Weird. I don't like change. <laughs> well. Good thing 7-Eleven is here. Oh, thank God. To bring back some familiar, familiar favorites. Uh, it's pumpkin spice season at 7-Eleven. Oh, look at the time. 7-Eleven is giving customers to some... Uh, is giving... Cums- <laughs> 7-Eleven is giving customers pumpkin to talk about. Oh, no. <laughs> the introduction of its fall coffee drink lineup. To celebrate the unofficial start of fall, 7-Eleven is bringing back two fan-favorite fall brews starting today. The sp- Pumpkin Spice Latte and Pumpkin Spice Coffee. So channel your flannel because no one does seasonal treats like the world's largest convenience retailer. Oh, yeah. So we got so 7-Eleven is, is kicking things off with their, their pumpkin stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Uh, like, I mean, it's getting know. about that time. It is getting about that time. Um, here's 7-Eleven's proprietary beverages senior product designer, which is the greatest title, job title I've ever seen. I, I would have that job, and I would forget it, to be honest. I'd be like, <laughs> uh, I do uh, stuff for them. Yeah, I, I'm a 7-Eleven guy. Don't worry about it. I, but I'm um, like the higher-up 7-Eleven. So Dennis Phelps, who is 7-Eleven's yada, 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 yada product dude, um, there's no denying that the pumpkin spice latte is a quintessential fall drink. It's become a cultural phenomenon loved by coffee drinkers everywhere. We like to take the pumpkin spice latte one step further by encouraging our customers to take their cup of joe into their own hands with more than 3,000 ways to customize their brev- beverage. That's way too many. Um, what? 3,000? <laughs> 3,000? I... I, I you walk into a 7-Eleven, and if you can think of 3,000 ways to make a coffee... I can't even think of 3,000 things. <laughs> Just in general. And, like, there, there is no other mention of 3,000 combinations anywhere in this press release. So I don't know where this man got this this combination. This, this arbitrary number. Just like... Because yep. I'm sure they're just like, oh, yeah, like, whatever you want, we can make. And he was like... So I've actually crunched the numbers on that. There's 3,572 <laughs> different options that we are capable of. If you can they find do them say all. Here that, they do say here that if you get the 7 Now Gold Pass subscription delivery service, which, what? <laughs> That's a thing. Customers can get their delivery fee waived on more than 3,000 of their favorite 7-Eleven products. So, like, gas, not really the same. Can I just get gas <laughs> delivered? Yeah, can, can I get gas with it? Um, so, so, God, okay, so 7-Eleven has a 7-Now subscription, a delivery service, a 7-Now Gold Pass subscription delivery service, and they have 7 Rewards, which is a loyalty program. Dude, you gotta figure it out. Like, there's (laughs) no way people are paying just, like, 15 bucks a month for three different 7-Eleven programs. Services. We were just talking about all of the streaming services costing like fifteen a buck, fifteen a month, just so you can watch your Stranger Things uninterrupted. 
Now you oh you God. add another 15 onto that, you can watch Will cry in a car while munching on some Frito-Lays. <laughs> All from 7-Eleven. <laughs> pu- pumpkin spice. <laughs> yeah. All oh, from man. your nearest 7-Eleven. Oh, man. Okay. Oh. All right, we need to move on. This is a this All is right. a film podcast, not a food podcast. <laughs> so we've had some uh, some some tough tough news over the last you know week and a half or so. Uh, obviously, with the passing of Olivia Newton John, mm-hmm. which is just a huge hit to to the film industry. She was a fantastic actress, um, and also we just passed the uh, the anniversary of um, of. Robin Williams' untimely uh, death by suicide. Uh, so one of the things we wanted to do, um, I think, is just go over some of our favorite Robin Williams movies and talk about it a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I've I've said many times that he's one of my favorite actors and si- favorite personalities of all time. Um, so, you know, it was I was very sad. I was still really young, too, when he passed away, and that... That was one of the first like real celebrity deaths that really like impacted me hard, and I was what it was twenty fourteen, so I was I was like fifteen uh, around there, fourteen, yeah, fifteen. I was like yeah, fourteen or fifteen years old, and that was that was tough. Mm-hmm. Um, Not to get so, deep, but I feel like that was the first one. I was like, oh, damn, people die. Yeah, right. Um, but anyway, so to honor, um, I guess do a little. Well, honoring, we wanted to talk about some of our favorite, uh, favorite Robin Williams movies. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've we um, made it clear that we loved uh, Goodwill Hunting too. Mm-hmm. So I actually just, since I feel like we've talked about it, I wanted to do another movie. Okay, or, that's fair. Or, I don't know why I'm saying it like that. He's obvi- he has a very very good uh, portfolio of films. Yeah. So. I mean, we could do a top 10 and still not touch all the things that he's been We could have, like, a top 10 and have no overlap, I feel like. Yeah. Yep. 100%. Uh, Actually, you know, my... Well, (laughs) you might might hate me for one of my choices, but... I feel like it's going to be the same choice, to be honest. Uh, All right. All right, that's fair. So, go ahead. Why don't we we start with each of our our number threes? mm -hmm. Um... Do you want to go first? And if you, I'll go first. So my controversial pick for my number three favorite movie of, uh, with Robin Williams is Hook. Oh, okay. Um, I know it, it wasn't the greatest of movies. It was a Spielberg movie. But for me growing up, especially watching that movie, it was just like it sent me to a whole other world of imagination. Mm-hmm. And it was just it was just fun. As a kid growing up watching that movie, it was fun. I get it's not a great movie like production wise, but I, I enjoyed it heftily yeah. and I would watch it. I would watch it over and over again. So, yeah, well, we can, we'll talk more about this topic at all. Uh, probably at another point, but I, I, movies don't have to be good to be enjoyable. Yeah. You know, if, if that's a hundred percent, if you just have like a nice emotional connection to it and like you feel some comfort in seeing it, then it, it's a good movie mm-hmm. for you. Mm-hmm. So my number three is, Dead Poet Society. Yep. Um, Great movie. Oh, I watched the. I actually watched this recently for the first time. Yeah, I cried. Really? I. I. It made me cry. Oh uh, yeah, it's a. It's a heavy hit. It, it is sure. a. It's a. Yeah, it's a deep movie. Um, 
definitely recommend obviously seeing all these movies for yourself if you haven't but this yeah. one this one you kind of have to be in a good mindset for mm-hmm. um it this is it makes you think yeah it, it's one of those movies that really makes you think and delve deep into your emotions and, and one thing and who you are as a person mm-hmm, it's, and it's, oh. it's something i like about this one too is like we all kind of we know robin williams as a very funny guy and this yep. wasn't one of his like serious uh roles right. where like it is nice to see like the depth that he just had like in his back pocket where he mm-hmm. could go from being now oh, funny guy and a handful of movies to then just ripping your heart out. Full, yeah, full serious actor. Mm-hmm. Um, and that goes along with my number two, which I put as Dead Poet Society. Oh, nice. So we're kind of right there with each other on that one. But yeah, no, it's a fantastic film and well worth the watch. Mm-hmm. So my number two uh, was... Um, Sorry, I lost my place. Uh, Jumanji, <laughs> oh, which I okay. recently watched. Again, another right. one that I just kind of recently watched. He is so good at just kind of pulling you into a character, even like if he mm-hmm. is just like a goofy guy. Um, it was just, it was fun. Like it was... He's a charismatic actor. He's funny even when, like, the character he's playing is kind of, like, it's an annoying type of character. It was. It's yeah. still, like, just so fun to just watch him have fun. And I feel like that's what he was doing while making this. Yeah. No, I, I, I've never been a fan of, of Jumanji as a movie, but he play, does play a really good character in it. So, yeah, I can appreciate that. Um. My number one, mm-hmm. as no surprise, I actually didn't leave it off. I had to put Good Will Hunting, but I will come up with another one, or I'll just mention a few others that didn't make the list. Um, but Good Will Hunting, I've said already on this podcast, it's my favorite movie of all time. And a mine. lot of the reason of, of, for that is uh, Robin Williams' performance. I mean, if you just watch the, the scene on the park bench, mm-hmm. I mean... It's a masterpiece of film and monologue. And I actually, in college, I took a a class on film. And our final, like our actual final paper, I wrote about that scene. Because it just, it's such a heavy-hitting, emotional, well-produced, well-made scene. And, oh, man, like, that scene just does it for me every time. Let alone the rest of the movie is just phenomenal. And he gives one of his, I think, his greatest performance ever in that movie mm-hmm. yeah like, and you know it's also one of my f- favorite movies of all time as well yeah. another one that made me cry but oh yeah it's such a profound movie i feel like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um my number one i picked aladdin oh okay okay that was good choice that was easily i would say one of my favorite movies growing up. And that's kind of yep. why I liked musical movies a yep. lot too. Because it was just all the songs so catchy. He plays the genie. Such an iconic character for you know, it's obviously animated, so you're not gonna see his face, but just like the fun you could hear in his voice. There are some like 
you know more serious beats and i think he he nails it it's just one of those one of those uh movies that i grew up with um this is where i first kind of found out who robin williams was yep no as a comedic actor he is fantastic and it's a testament to his skill that we haven't talked about like our movies didn't really include minus Aladdin didn't really include many of his comedic roles. But mm-hmm. I mean, you look at his, 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 you know, his filmography, you know, you're getting Aladdin, you're getting Mrs. Doubtfire, you're getting these, some Patch of these amazing Adams. comedic Patch Adams, you know, these, these movies that like are generational comedic films. Mm-hmm. And, Even Flubber. And, uh, Flubber. Uh, I mean, Night and, at the or museums. watching, watching his Night at the Museum, like we could go on and on yeah. watching his, stand-up specials mm-hmm. too like some of my favorite comedy i've ever seen um and then you know going further into some of his other works like good morning vietnam and, and you know those kind of films mm-hmm. i mean one hour photo christ yeah now, that one was like a that's a kind of a good watch too if you're ever just like it's it's definitely a different beat but again you yeah. could pick any film off this just have fun watching it Yep. Yep. No. Great actor. Sad to see he's he's no longer with us, but you know, he left us a lot of stuff to to look back on mm-hmm. and remember and be happy about. Yeah. <sighs> Do you want to be a little bit happier? Yeah. I feel like we've uh right. we we could use a nice little endorphin booster, dopamine boost. So, to end off this podcast, uh, and this is something I kind of want to do every so often, um I I found a book. Uh, it's Stranger Things Mad Libs. Mm-hmm. I found it while shopping, and I figured we could we could do a Mad Libs an episode or something like that, you know, uh, either to end us off or whatever. But uh, we're gonna start start off with this one. It's called Where's Will. So I'm gonna ask you what I need, and then fill in the blanks in a traditional Mad Libs style. And I'll read it back, and we can laugh about it. Hopefully, it'll be fun. Okay, I'm ready. Okay. Okay, so I need a person in the room. Like a Stranger Things person or just anyone? Just just a person in, in the room. Aaron Susan. All right. Um, adjective. Gargantuan. Gargantuan. Uh, noun. Desk. Okay. Adjective. Oh, boy, I don't know many. Uh <laughs> Uh, thick. My go-to. Thick. Uh, last name. Just any last name. Cumberbatch. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, verb. Um, piping. <laughs> okay. Um, plural noun. Cheeks. Cheeks. Okay. Um, adjective dark <laughs> um Boy. animal plural gorillas <laughs> okay um verb jumping all right uh noun feet foot foot okay uh a place your mom's house <laughs> your mom's house okay um down trash can 
another noun. Flower pot. Okay, a verb. Oh my god, I'm I'm running low. Um, Sorry, two more after this. Uh, flying. Okay, silly word. Oh, damn, just any any silly word. A- any silly word. <laughs> Moist. Okay. <laughs> uh, and finally, a verb. <laughs> There's a lot of verbs out there. Yeah, my my ADHD ridden brain is struggling. <laughs> uh, running, running. Uh, I'm sorry, I went I went basic on you. Okay. All right. So this is called Where's Will, uh, and it reads as follows. All right. Mike, Aaron Souza, the greatest podcasting host in the whole world, and Lucas didn't find it too gargantuan when Will wasn't in school that morning but they couldn't believe what their desk was missing that day. The thick grail of radios, the Cumberbatch ham shack had finally arrived. (laughs) But before they could really test piping it, the principal and two cheeks came bearing the bad news. (laughs) Will was dark. (laughs) Oh, no. No. <laughs> you chose a great spot for that one. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, man. He never made it home after their Dungeons and Gorillas game <laughs> last night. <laughs> the boys were instructed to jumping straight home after school and stay out of it, but Mike couldn't stop wor- worrying about his foot. How could they sit at your mom's house and do nothing? <laughs> then it hit him. When Will was faced with the Demogorgon in their campaign last night, he could have cast a trash can to protect Oli himself and play it safe. Instead, he cast a flower pot ball and risked it all to protect his friends. In that moment, Mike knew that Will needed him to flying it all too. He grabbed his walkie moist and signaled Lucas. They were going to running their friend. Walkie moist. <laughs> The walking voice. Talkies oh my really god, that was. Word? I guess. Oh boy, maybe this is how the Duffer that... Brothers just kind of put everything together. <laughs> They're like, "Hmm, what can we do All here? Right. How can we make a story?" Right. Well, give me a silly word. <laughs> talkie. Hmm, talkie. That's the one. Because <laughs> he's just munching right. talkies. Uh. <laughs> All right, my cheeks hurt. <laughs> That that went better than I thought. It was my my face do. cheeks, for the for the record, uh, <laughs> my my face cheeks. All right, you have a you uh, won't happen to have a stupid joke to tell, would you? Uh, so so Connor, what kind of drink can be bitter and sweet? I don't know. Reality, get it? You get it? <laughs> All right, thanks for listening to the last ever <laughs> Filmbox podcast. Y'all have oh, been great. Man. Aaron sucks at Jeopardy. Yep. If you haven't heard yep. it before, go listen to We were on the Four Nerds by Nerds podcast. We played a Jeopardy game with them. That was awesome. Aaron sucks mm-hmm. at it. So just, just wait to listen for yourself to hear how bad he is. <laughs> and if you like this podcast, you can, uh, sub- if you want to subscribe, Follow us, leave a rating on your favorite podcast player. Um, and then uh, you can follow us on Twitter at the Filmbox Pod on Twitter. Um, 
we post throughout the week various uh, film-based opinions, news, all that kind of stuff. Um, and you can get updated on, on our, our release schedules, all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, thank you for listening. This has been another episode of the Filmbox Podcast. We'll see you next time. Bye, cuties. Today's a great day to start your own podcast. Whether you're looking for a new marketing channel, have a message you want to share with the world, or just think it'd be fun to have your own talk show, podcasting is an easy, inexpensive, and fun way to expand your reach online. Buzzsprout is hands down the easiest way and the best way to launch, promote, and track your podcasts. Your shows can be online and listed in all the major podcast directories like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and even more within minutes of finishing your recording. Podcasting isn't hard when you have the right partners, and the team at Buzzsprout is passionate about helping you succeed. Join over 100,000 podcasters already using Buzzsprout to get their message out to the world. Let's create something great together. Following the link in the show notes lets Buzzsprout know we sent you, as well as getting you a $20 Amazon gift card if you sign up for a paid plan, and it helps support our show. We use Buzzsprout, and honestly, it's really great. Um, I, uh, I use it to track all of our, um, where we're, where we're being listed Our we get our own website. It's really just a fantastic service. And I would recommend it to anyone that's interested in starting a podcast. Sprout helps you get your show listed on every major podcast platform that takes one of the hardest steps in creating a podcast out of the equation for you. Thanks to Buzzsprout's help. And if you want to upgrade, Buzzsprout has tons of guides to help you find the right equipment at the right price. Plus it helps you navigate how to do things, how to market your show, how to make money off your show, how to do all sorts of stuff. It's all right there for you to use. Honestly, it's not hard when you have the right partners and Buzzsprout is absolutely one of the best partners you can have out there. They care about you. They're passionate about helping you succeed with your show. So if you're interested in signing up uh, for Buzzsprout, use the link in uh, in the description of, of the show here. It'll, like we said, it'll get you $20 Amazon gift card. And it helps. It supports us, and we appreciate it greatly. And now back to the show. Ooh.